Welcome to the Take Back Your Territory podcast. My name is Lindsay Wenland. These podcast episodes are not just about education, but also transformation. With a biblical perspective, you will learn how to reclaim your life over the power of food and step into a victorious way of living your life to glorify God. As a master coach in holistic health, I'm not just here to talk about the body or the spirit, but coach you as the whole person that you are, spirit, soul, mind, and body. For more information about the Food Freedom book and coaching program, head over to TakeBackYourTerritory.com and follow on social media at TakeBackYourTerritory. Now, let's get started. Welcome to episode 75 of the Take Back Your Territory podcast. Today, we are talking about the foundations of food freedom. This will be a shorter episode, more of a coaching episode, just to remind you, to help you along the way, and to spur you on into your own food freedom. Over here um, at Take Back Your Territory, whether we are talking about food or marriage or time or productivity or parenting or all of these other places that we are taking back our territory and allowing the Lord to set us apart and sanctify us, um, not conformed to the world, but renewed. All of these places are going to be on four pillars, four foundational truths um, that I personally use in my own life and that I bring into my coaching, my work, my writing, and the way that I live. The four pillars are the Word of God, prayer, intimacy with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and being rooted in your identity in Christ. A lot of times when we go after making change or we go after changing our behaviors, we do so in our own strength. We do it in our own education, our own understanding, our own wisdom. When it comes to making changes with our food, um, we will go after another diet plan or program. We will um, research and we'll look at before and after pictures of people and say, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And that's 100% true. If they can do it, I can do it. If they can do it, you can do it. Absolutely. Yes and amen. But over here, the way that I do things here, the way that the Lord is leading me to do things is to take off those old ways of doing, to take off that old man that keeps striving and searching and hoping and praying and um, really just we wind ourselves up, don't we? We wind ourselves up in the world and we think that you know, maybe church and God and Jesus are for Sunday morning or Wednesday nights or they're only for um, when I need a miracle. But the fact of the matter is, is that they still, God still wants us to be back in the garden, walking with him in the cool of the day, 
having intimacy with him, inviting him to every part of our lives, inviting him into our choices, asking him what he thinks. Um, The Bible says that his thoughts are above our thoughts and his ways are above our ways. It says in James that if we lack wisdom, if we don't know what to do, then we are to go to him and ask him and he will freely give it to us. But when we go to him, we are not to be double-minded or duo in our thinking. We are not to have one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom of God and vacillate between the two. So today is, is a short coaching podcast for you today on this Monday morning or whenever you're listening to it. I want you to remember two things. Identity is the key to transformation. We've brought up the scripture in Ephesians 4 that we are to take off the old man, be renewed in the spirit of our minds, and put on the new man. But we need to stop identifying with the old man. If you are in Christ, if you are born again, if you are a believer and you're in him, then that old man is dead. It is in the grave. And when we come at a place within our lives for food freedom, we're not looking for behavior modification. I mean, we are, but the root of it is a belief system. Because the thing that the Holy Spirit will always point you back to, he will always point you to Jesus. Jesus will always point you towards the Father. But God will always point you, and the Holy Spirit will also always point you to the cross, to the resurrection, to what has been placed in the grave. They will always point you to the blood of Christ, and the sacrifice, and the substitution that he did, that he made on the cross for you. I often have to ask myself, am I living in my old man? Am I living in my death? Am I living as the person I was before Jesus came and redeemed all of this? Or am I living in the newness? Am I living a resurrected life? Am I living in the fullness and the abundance? I talk a lot about our thought life and having deconstructive thoughts or constructive thoughts. You can also identify these different ways of thinking as old man and new man. Identity is the key to transformation. So who are you identifying yourself with today? If you are listening to this on a Monday morning, are you identifying yourself with mistakes that you made? Times that you blew past your boundaries that you set for yourself? Are you trying to gird yourself up again to start over again? Are you resting that that is not you anymore? If you've been a part of my coaching program or listened to me at all, 
you will understand that I'm not here to get you to fall in line with a rigorous and rules-based way of living. That way of living has a ceiling. It has limitations. Boundaries are not put in place to limit. They are put in place to keep safe. But we put those boundaries in place with our eating because they they are rooted in our identity of who we are in Christ. And our boundaries should tell us and tell our old man, I don't do that anymore. I don't go to food and emotion anymore. I don't push past being satisfied at a table. I also don't fear that if I eat a dessert that I'll gain five pounds. I don't fear what people will think of me if I decide not to partake in this potluck or I only eat a salad. I also don't fear what people will think of me if I have a dessert. Transformation, real transformation, lifelong transformation has to be rooted in your identity. And we get our identity by being intimate with God. We become intimate with God by reading his word and by praying and listening and abiding. So if you are still operating and living and striving in your old man, you are still looking for that new diet plan or program or that thing is that that's going to quote unquote fix you. Maybe ask yourself who you're identifying yourself with today. Have you put to death the old man? Are you living in the resurrected life with Christ? Or have you not put those behaviors and that way of thinking in the grave where they belong? Maybe get alone today. Find some quiet time. Find some space. And ask God how he sees you, who you are to him. Ask him the ingredients that he put into you when he created you. And listen and wait for that still small voice. Wait for that vision to come. And rest that he will come, that he will tell you, that he will show you. If the voice is condemning or fear or deconstructing you as a human. That is not the voice of our father. That is the voice of the enemy. And that is part of the old man that also needs to be put in the grave. Not only is identity the key to transformation, but awareness is the first step to change. A lot of times when we go after behavior modification, we use this word awareness and mindfulness. 
It is thinking your thoughts and feeling your feelings and taking a good hard look at your behaviors and if they're serving you or not. But on the other side of awareness, why aren't we also becoming aware of the Lord within us, of God within us and his Holy Spirit? Are you tapping in to listen to him? Is he bidding you to come out of the boat and say, you don't need to do that anymore. You don't need to go to food for your feelings anymore. You don't need to beat yourself up and to live in shame anymore. You don't need to listen to the words that were spoken over you or the bullies that used to beat you up. Maybe you're the bully to yourself. Maybe you were taught that. Maybe you were spoken to so badly that you have now turned on yourself in a spirit of self-harm and self-hate. Maybe you need to be so bold today and say, that's not how my father speaks over me. That's not what his son says. And that is not what his Holy Spirit is bidding me to believe. That is not who I am. Why don't you take a big step, a big leap of faith today and come in to align yourself with the word of God. Align yourself with the things that he says about you, not even what you say about you. Living a life of identity and being aware of the Holy Spirit and living and walking and moving and eating and remaining free and living in the new man and taking off the old man, allowing ourselves to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. All of this comes down to abiding, abiding in him, abiding in him. To abide means to live in, to dwell in, And first, we set our minds on the things that are above, not on the things of earth. For the hardest parts of my life, the places that I felt like I was out of control, I couldn't get a grip on things, and I was covered in depression and darkness, and it was because my eyes were on myself. My eyes were on my lack, my inability to do this thing right. My finger was constantly pointed back at myself. So maybe today you need to just look up. Your eyes need to meet the eyes of the Father and... Allow him to lift your head, to lift your gaze, to lift your chin unto him. Because in Christ we are the beloved. We are in the beloved. I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine.
Let's not look at our behaviors today. Let's look at our beliefs. Let's look at who we are identifying ourselves with. That old man or the new man? Are we putting those things to death that are only speaking to us to kill, steal, and destroy? Or are we inviting in the voice of life, the voice of abundance, the voice of newness, the voice of resurrection? It's really up to you who you're going to believe, who you're going to listen to, and how you're going to act accordingly. Thank you for joining me. Keep moving forward.